Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, our podfather, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by our MV Cheese, it's Reese. Hi, what is up? <laughs> and the queen of awkward silences, it's Karina. Hey guys. You should just like answer that one day with like just without saying anything, just like a really long. <laughs> just, just leave it. <laughs> a really deep sigh would be good. <sighs> and that voice, can you believe? Yes, that's right. We've got four people on the pod all in one week. It's Uncle Jesse, everyone's favorite uncle. Hey now, hey now, hey now. That was very uninspired jesse quite lethargic wasn't it (laughs) i'm i'm tired very tired i need another four cups of coffee i gave up coffee two weeks ago and do you know i don't miss it you are a liar and i know you are i've replaced it with tea flavored tea what What do you mean tea flavored tea tea? do you mean like english tea like Like, pg tips or i mean well like nice tea like um Nice tea. The one I was drinking, like lemon and ginger tea. Oh, that's not no. tea flavored tea. That's lemon and that's, ginger flavored yeah. tea. Well, I just meant like I meant tea, and then I meant yeah. But well, I mean tea is just tea. like PG right. tips, or like what's that other one? Yorkshire tea, or I don't, I don't know. Okay, hot flavored water. How about that? There you go. Some hot water. real men drink a, a fine and <laughs> smooth Darjeeling. <laughs> Oh, I like a Darjeeling. <laughs> but anyway, what we usually get this podcast started with what we have been playing. And I'm going to start with you, Clay. Well, let me tell you about this little game called No Man's Skies that I start <laughs> after my wife goes to bed. And then before I know it, it's three in the morning and I have to work the next day. <laughs> and that's why he's tired, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yeah, this game is stupidly involved, and I love it. I I can't get over how much fun I'm having with this game. Um, and I have decided to break my game. I stumbled upon a bit of a cheat that someone explained <laughs> online how to dupe materials. And, yeah, I'm basically the... Breaking Bad Heisenberg of uh, the No Man's Sky universe that I'm in. <laughs> and my buddies that I was playing with were like, you have gotten very serious over making materials within the last 24 hours. I was like, don't bother me. I'm trying to build up like 10 million credits here in a matter of like an hour or two. Are you trying to build credits? Uh, nanites, uh, nanite clusters and credits. Yeah, yeah do, you, do, right. do you want to know a cheat for credits? You sign into uh, Mixer without anyone knowing, get another device, and then just spam yourself, giving yourself credits. Oh. Millionaire. That's a, that's a great idea. That wouldn't be a partner going against the Mixer Terms of Service. I mean. They're <laughs> 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 <Ooh. laughs> like, give us back all that gear we just sent you. <laughs> How oh, is man, the that green? onesie, though. The onesie's the best. I literally could probably onesie. fit about two of me in a onesie. <laughs> so it could be a twosie. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, an inv- there's an invitation. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I just wanted to call out, since I know we've been talking over the last few weeks about PUBG, um, I jumped back on mm, two days ago, had an awesome time, jumped back on last night, every map that I've landed into, it was like four months ago, it felt like. Everything was blobs for the first Potatoes. 30 seconds of the game where i I was waiting for environments to look i'm running around grabbing weapons and then i get caught in the middle of a wall or crates or something like that and then i end up having to get killed to basically or i could just stay there and wait to get killed by the blue zone but there was no escaping it was like i was endlessly falling stuck in a crate Um, see i had the same on i played on the test server 
No, no, this was the regular. This was regular. Well, I didn't even bother I, with I thought that was just the test server. So maybe the, the patch has moved across quite quickly. It's a, they've brought in the, the weather. So you get oh, they did. weather. Oh, yeah, nice. really, really quickly as well. But mm, don't know how much I like that. To hmm. Maybe I'll amazing. have to download the test and check it out. Is it like, yeah. is it like over foggy and raining or nighttime well, it, or something like that? Well, it can start raining and then it will stop raining and you know what I mean? It's like variable. So you're, you're not just stuck to the one weather, if that makes sense. It doesn't progress too much where you start off and it's bright sunshine. Then by the end, it's snowing. Do, do I but, have to upgrade you know, my hazard mat suit and then um, need to refine some oxygen and then mix that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not no man's sky. No, no. Have you, been, have you played anything else? No, no. I've been, uh, yeah, I've been playing our game of the week as well. A whole lot of that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit here. But uh, yeah, just a lot of No Man's Skies. I have four ships now. I've got my freighter and two, I don't know what they're called, two uh, uh, sort of things that go out on missions for me to frigates. search for material. Yeah, frigates. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just a ridiculously wild game. Uh, I've got it. I, I told myself tonight, I'm not mining anything. I'm not trying to <laughs> upgrade my gear. I'm going to do missions. I like. I I've been neglecting the actual story of the game. <laughs> just I keep getting distracted while playing the game. It's like, oh, I need uh, technology modules. Oh, what's this over here? <laughs> Thirty minutes <laughs> to an hour later. Like, what was I just doing? <laughs> That's the sign of a good game, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Karina, what about you? Uh, I've been playing all sorts. I've been on, like... I never do this. I've I've been playing more than one game uh, without, like, just flicking between everything. So, what did I start with? Okay, so I still went in Destiny because the grind is, like, unreal at the moment. So, uh, that's just the same as it always has been. We've got an event on, so obviously it's, like, everyone's doing a massive grind to get this special armor ready for the uh, Forsaken DLC. Still debating whether to spend my money on the Forsaken DLC. Kind of want to say no. Kind of know in the back of my mind that I'm still going to buy it anyway. Uh, 40 bucks? <laughs> the what? Mm, yeah. It's, 40 bucks? It's, uh, no, yeah, but you need, like, a season pass as well. And then that's, like, it adds up to be, like, 60 quid. And it's like, no, why, Bungie, why are you doing this again? But I'm still going to Question, do you get the first year stuff with it? Mm, oh, there isn't a... Okay, so you can pay about 60 bucks for... Um, the Forsaken, but it doesn't come with the season pass, but you can get it where it's Destiny 2, Warmind, Curse of Osiris, and Forsaken. But then you'll need, like, the year annual pass or season pass or whatever it's called for, like, the year for whatever edition that's supposed to give you. I don't See, know. I get I, conf- I'm confused with it all. I just want to play Gambit and wear fancy armor. Oh, this is the thing. It's, it's like, I bought Destiny 2 base game. And I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of fun with it. I think I said that when it came out. We were having some great, great fun with it. I never, ever bought the season pass, but the two individual DLCs are in sale for like eight bucks each right now. So I'm like, do I buy the two expansion passes or do I wait for this Forsaken if I get all that with it and then just buy it all? I'd say just buy it all. Because to be honest, I think it's similar price. Uh, Right. I'd probably just buy it all. Your men already have the base game. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah, but the base game's normally cheaper anyway nowadays, so it won't make much of a difference. I don't know, sure. I'd probably look into that, um, yeah. but I'm not too sure, but I'm quite excited. They keep revealing more and more weapons, and I'm excited to get the bow, so, like, that's all I want to do is, like, you know, find an OP bow and just wreck havoc, and the Gambit mission, which looks so good, which I think I've talked about before. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm kind of looking forward to that, but for now, it's literally just a grind, which... It's just taking forever, and I keep failing of the... I keep doing... So there's an event that happens every weekend to get this sniper. Now, the thing is, I don't use snipers, so it's actually a waste, but it looks pretty, and I kind of just want it in my collection because, I don't know, apparently that's what you do in Destiny. And, um, but it's just this really nice sniper, but it's a it's timed event, and I oh, I just keep dying and falling and dying and falling, and I just I give up with it. Um, what else have I been playing? So I also played, I played a lot of the Game of the Week. Obviously we'll get into that. I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of game rage uh, quit that last night, but I'll get more into that after. I played, oh, I've been playing We Happy Few as well. Um, I don't know if uh, we can all get to that after as well. Uh, what else did I play? Oh, I played Forza Horizon 2. It's games with gold at the moment. So I was just like, no, nah, let's give it a go. Um, I still can't drive. I, I am so bad at driving games. 
Um, but no, that was really interesting to play. I just, I was just flicking through random stuff. I also downloaded, um, is it Death Squared as well, which was on Games of Gold, but I'm yet to try yes. that out. But it, I've, I've watched a streamer play it and it looks so fun, like local co-op. Um, I think obviously you can play it yourself, but I feel like it'd just be funny trying to do it like a uh, couch co-op. I don't know if it's online co-op, but I'm yet to try that out. So I'm quite looking forward to giving that a go. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I've been, so yeah, I just, I just played a bit of, everything and then the usual fortnite and the usual what else did i play i don't know i flicked through so many random games within the past week it's it's you know what i think i'm just so excited for spyro to come out i'm just waiting for spyro <laughs> <laughs> all that just to say spyro comes out soon I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like i'm so excited for spyro it comes out during egx though so Ooh. yeah i was like yeah let's do a launch stream and it comes out like when egx is on so guess who's not probably gonna sleep again so yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Reese, what about, what about you? you guys? You who's not said? I don't know who's not said. Now I've lost track. It's me. Reese. I'm the only one left. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so actually, I was uh, playing No Man's Sky uh, just today before the podcast came on. In fact, I very nearly missed the podcast because we weren't watching the time. Um, but I have been playing. Um, well, first of all, I tried a little indie game called Flipping Death. Um, Oh, yeah. I that's good. It's it's like like yeah, it's a, a little a little puzzle game, sort of like an old school adventure game, you know, a bit like you know, uh, Escape from Monkey Island or you know, one of those games. Uh, and uh, the, it's like sort of like paper mache, or not not paper mache, like paper cutouts, I guess. Um, uh, with the art style, and it's actually genuinely quite funny. Um, and it's very clever. You're, you sort of switch between the land of the living and the dead and you can possess people in the land of the living to move things around and, uh, and influence the land of the dead. It's, it's great. It's, it's really funny. I'm looking forward to, uh, to finishing, uh, that. And I also played a bit of Overcooked 2. Oh, I played that. I knew um, I played something else. Yeah. God damn it. I knew there was something else. I literally played a different game every day. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I played a little bit of Overcooked 2 and I actually got, bored before the like after like six levels i think did you get to the um, higher balloon you. ones though because i like the higher no. balloon ones yeah it 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 needs it definitely needs some time but i was honestly bored because i've played the crap out of number one and this is just more of the same which is not a bad thing because there's only so much you can do with overcooked uh and obviously there'll be some probably crazy levels towards the end but i really need to grind through the uh the beginning, you know, because it starts off easy for people who haven't played before. So it's like, let's make a salad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and also I was only playing it with two people, not four. Uh, so it's, it's never as fun without four people. And finally, the game that I've been playing basically every single day this week is Sea of Thieves. Um, they're having the event right now, the cursed sales with yarr. the, with the, yarr, with the pirate ships. <laughs> and it is amazing. This is the best Sea of Thieves has ever been. I was in a fight with two galleons, three brigantines. A brigantine is the new ship, by the way. It's a three-person ship in between the same, in between the size of a galleon and a sloop. So yeah, three brigantines, a sloop, two pirate ship galleons, and a very, very angry megalodon. It was just absolute chaos. Uh, it was, there was just cannonballs everywhere and explosions and it was just, it was like the, it was some, it was just like, I felt like I was in the, the finale of Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, all we needed was a, a whirlpool and we'd have been there. Um, and the pirate ships are just really fun. They can like, like go underwater and come up like the, the, the ships in, in Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously, obvious inspiration. Um, and they, they have unlimited ammunition and they repair really quickly. Uh, they have a full skeleton crew, but the, the caveat is they don't bail water. So eventually they will sink. Uh, but it takes a lot of effort to sink one. And they also have these cursed cannonballs that they can shoot at you every now and again. And they do different things. If they hit you, they might make you drop anchor. They might lock your steering wheel. They might make everyone on the, on the ship start dancing there's there's one when it hits you every single person on the ship becomes absolutely blind drunk and starts puking <laughs> everywhere oh wow <laughs> like there was 
one time when we got hit by these drunk cannonballs and I was, uh, I was steering, I was the captain and everyone else was downstairs, uh, bailing water, trying to repair. We had a lot of holes in the side of the ship and, and they were like, we need help. We need help. And I was the only sober person because the, the, the cannonballs have like an area of effect and it had hit them downstairs. Uh, and I was up. So I was safe. I ran downstairs to help, and the bottom deck was just absolutely covered in puke. It was the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen, just from all the the drunkenness. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun and challenging, and just great. Uh, I've been having a blast posting screenshots on Twitter every night. It's great. Reese, I'm really disappointed. You've played potentially the game of the year within the last two weeks since you were last on the podcast, and you haven't even alluded to it. What game is that? That game is Eight to Glory. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going for those who do not know what this game is. I played is, that okay? last week. Okay, not okay. <laughs> that was okay. A week in I'm going to read this out. Okay, Eight to Glory bull riding, the official game of the PBR, <laughs> puts you in the boots of professional bull riders on the toughest sport on dirt. Show your skills against the baddest bulls across three modes, including the actual 2018 circuit from New York City to the world finest in Las Vegas. Unlock new bulls and riders and gain points in your road to the championship and challenge friends to local head-to-head mode, where one player is a rider and the other is the bull. Now, unfortunately, the regions mean that I can't actually play this game because it was never released in the UK. So, Reese, tell me, as expected, is this game of the year? This game is simply amazing, and the main reason I didn't mention it is because it would really be unfair to the other games like because we have to dedicate at least a whole episode to this game the first thing that impresses you is when you load the game up and it's got all these portraits of the professional bull riders and they look very very serious um it it very much looks like you've loaded up like a ufc game they're all standing there with their arms folded like staring you down um and you AJ Ryder. <laughs> and there's a there's an amazing commentator actually who sounds a lot like that and he's he's always like, this is some of the best bull riding I've ever seen. Uh, he's probably actually a famous person, so I don't know. Um, Welcome to PBR World Tour 2018. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, the the game's mechanics are essentially, uh, it's like, I don't know, Dance Dance Revolution, more or less. You have to time, time your grip in time with the bucking of the bull and lean left and right. And it's actually kind of hard. Uh, but yeah, definitely game of the year all years. Um, Fantastic. As as the only American here on this uh, on this podcast, I have to try this out. Oh yeah, and the, and the music <laughs> is amazing. It's like that sort of country. Rock. I have to try this out. It's by great. the way, by the way, I am from the south, so yeah, uh, uh, this man, is right up my alley. It's gonna make your blood boil, son. <laughs> Ride that bull. <laughs> I probably it's probably one of my cousins in the game. By oh, the way. and there's like <laughs> super slow motion when you do something just right, and when you get thrown off the ball, you get like a super slow mo action replay. Oh my and gosh. I, I would love it if there was a cousin Jesse in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just made one. You can make your own guy. Oh, well, you know, all you lucky Americans that can play eight to glory, make sure you get on that. But myself, I'm not going to lie. Reason I had a small argument this week in our chat because when we we're deciding what our game of the week was going to be, I was like, "It's absolutely no contest. This is the only game I'm going to be playing this week, and it's Overcooked." To to say, I get voted out. For the, the eventual game of the week, and I have been massively disappointed. Guys, this is a, Overcooked 2 is just as fun as the original. It's online multiplayer. It's got the most outlandish setups known to man. How can you not love this game? I actually really did enjoy Overcooked. Like, the, I thought the level design was so good. Like, so much better than the first one. And, uh, but then again, our, our game of the week is like, I, I've got a little bit addicted to it. Like, I actually oh. played it off stream. I have not played a game off stream in like a year. It was, uh, I, yeah. I, I have to say, uh, what? Uh, the story what made was that? me... You haven't played the game in what? I've not a played a year? game off stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone to the sale. That's your guy's fault. We're talking all American. Uh, a year. Uh, yeah, a I have year. to say that the... <laughs> The story, the intro to the story was so lame. Oh, I don't pay attention to stories. It, no, but it, it was so lame, it made me laugh out loud. It's great that, 
you get uh, some sort of ne- it's like a ver- like a pun for the Necronomicon. I can't remember what it is, but you accidentally rise the unbred, which are like zombie <laughs> zombie breads. <laughs> that made me laugh. Wait, I, I just love it. Wait, if, if anyone listening to this podcast, just to say, if you um, enjoy playing games with friends where your relationship might not survive, this is the perfect game for you. It's simple mechanics where you literally just have to make food through various different ingredients on various obstacles getting in your way, but the simple mechanics make it more fun than anything. In fact, Reese, let's give away this Monday. Some party chat listeners need to play Overcooked with me. I'll allow it. Yay! We'll give away a few codes for Overcooked on Monday as well as our Game of the Week. But Reese, tell us, people are waiting, what is our indie Game of the Week this week? So, the Game of the Week this week is Dead Cells, and that's by Motion Twin. And it's a, uh, well, they describe it as a roguevania. And I guess uh, it's essentially the uh, Metroidvania style of gameplay, a 2D sort of side-scrolling platforming with platformer with sort of exploration and and balls to the wall hard combat mixed with uh roguelike so it's got sort of procedural generation and die repeat die repeat but um it's sort of a uh I, I don't like roguelikes that much but the ones i do like are the ones just like this game because it's sort of a roguelite not everything is procedural uh, there's right. quite a few sections that you will always see. Uh, another game that does this really well is um, Everspace. Uh, I know, Jesse, you love that game. Um, so it's like, it sort of disguises the... Because, you know, a lot of a lot of games that are completely procedural are janky as hell. Uh, they just don't work, right? They don't feel handcrafted. <clears throat> no Man's Sky. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ross, can you play that uh, intro again? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not like that. But anyway, so like I was saying, a uh, really long-winded way, it is a sort of 2D side-scrolling game. Um, and yeah, uh, basically, we've all been playing it and everyone has been talking about it, not just because it's good, but there was also a, a small controversy. <clears throat> but uh, we can talk about that later. But the game is is great. Um, I have been playing it and enjoying it. Uh, it's really, really difficult. But fair. I never once blamed anyone but myself for my own losses, but that doesn't stop, didn't stop me from like throwing my controller down at the, uh, like throwing my controller on the sofa when I died at one point just near the end when I had like 36 cells. So (laughs) the game, just by the way, the main concept of the game is that you collect cells much like you collect souls in Dark Souls. Uh, Dead Cells, Dark, Dark Souls, cells. I don't know if that was an, an obvious, and a joke, but, and you spend those, but if you die before you spend them, you lose them. Um, uh, which, which can be, which can be brutal. brutal. Uh, oh, man, right, man. I, I need to point this out. It is brutal because I was watching Kidding no, Was this last night? Last oh, night. my God. Oh, my God. I, I'm so sorry to, uh, because I nearly broke my controller, my CFT's controller, but I, I never ever throw anything. And oh, my God. I, I, ah! My sword! I lost my sword. It was the most OP sword going, and I lost it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, you, you are put back to the beginning, you know, to rerun the dungeon, essentially, if you don't get it. And unfortunately, Karina turned her camera off, and I think she knew fine well that she was going to rage. <laughs> she died with a lot of cells and her sword and everything else, and literally disappeared off the stream for about, I don't know, eight minutes? <laughs> This is this is what it feels like, right? So imagine yourself, you've been waiting all day, and then eventually you find like the perfect food, right? So so you're walking in the park, I don't know, but this is what I th- this is I don't know, but this is what I thought of today. So I was ready to bring this story to the pod. So you've got some food, I'm gonna say chips because everyone likes chips, not the crisps that like Americans call chips. But chips, French fries, French fries. fries. Yeah, okay. So French fries. And you, so you've waited all day for these, right? So, Karina, stop. Continue this story with an American accent. Like, no, I can't do this. We just had this before. I can't. I can't do this. And uh, so you, you've been waiting all day for these. You've got them. So you go into a park and you're just about to eat them, and they're like the most perfect French fries ever. And imagine a massive seagull, or I don't know what eats fries, but a massive bird or seagull or something sweeps down, knocks them all out of. 
your hand and that's it. They're gone forever. That is dead cells. <laughs> but the good thing about dead cells is you can go back to the shop where you buy the fries. No, because I lost my sword. My sword was so OP. It, it, Why did you have a sword it, to eat fries? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that, Ross. The stores are randomized. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, the, I literally had four thousand four hundred and like fifty two hit. Like I, I was just just whacking everything. You know what? Who puts two elites in a room? <laughs> that, Procedurally generated. I games. know that's what happens. <laughs> that's like, oh, you never man. know what you're gonna get there. I, I, I okay. So what happened as well before it is I I stupidly <laughs> opened a sacred uh, not a sacred chest. What they called the bad chests. Yeah, sacred chest. I don't know, the bad chest. And I open one of them, and then you get cursed, because I was stupid and opened it. So basically the curse is, for those that haven't uh, played Dead Cells yet, or Dark Cells, um, (laughs) you you have this, like, thing where... um, you get you'll get like a special item. You'll get a really good item, but in return you get a curse. And now the curse is if you get hit once, you die. Um, but if you kill ten enemies without being hit, you break the curse. And oh my god! So I spent about half an hour sweating. Literally, I'm so glad I wasn't. I didn't really have my camera or anything. I was literally like sweating, trying not to be killed because I had this sword and managed to break the curse, which was great. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this is fine, guys. Yeah, we've done it. Great, great." And then, and then I ran into two elites, and um, and I, I, I rage quit the game and never went on it. And then I went on it today, <laughs> but I just, I just kept dying today. I was like, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> it's got that Dark Souls thing where you're like, screw this game, never again. You throw the controller down and you just sort of glance at it the next day. Like, I could probably try again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do the same thing from, uh, from um, Monster Hunter as well. But, yeah. But Clay, I know you have been enjoying this game, I think, more than any of us. Yeah, I have uh, played a good bit of this game. Um, it is probably one of my favorite games that I've played this year so far. Um, it took me a while, but I finally beat the first boss that you run into. Man, there. screw uh, that guy. Yeah, he... On the bridge, right? Yeah, I've probably... There's been numerous times where I've just gotten wrecked the one on the bridge? Him. um is that the one with the weird shield, red shield thing yeah uh yeah yeah he spawns yeah. like he looks like he's got like two horns for hands yeah, and you and have he, to kill him yeah you have to kill him um so i've uh, gotten there was a few times that i got very close to killing him and then finally i ended up killing him i had a, a really great combo so i've 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 learned <clears throat> For me, my strategy is I try to find weapons that work well together. Oh, are you uh, so are you I'll melee or are you more like uh, bow? Like what weapons? Uh, both. I do both. Uh, I'm all about the throwable weapons, like the right and left trigger buttons, but weapons. Oh, um, oh, I love sinews. Are they called sinews? I don't know how you pronounce it. Which one is that? Like the ninja stars? The one where you <laughs> just flop it down and it just fires and it's like, yeah. pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's, it's those. So there's like the bombs, then there's ones that you can trap people, which I don't really use, and there's uh, like one that shoots stars or one that shoots arrows. Well, anyways, uh, I try to find stuff that like, alright, this sword, if I hit somebody... It will poison them. And then I try to find another weapon that does X amount more damage if they're already poisoned. So I'm always trying to combo these weapons up so that I do like a a certain maneuver. Like it's like, all right, I got to throw this thing. Then I got to freeze them. And then I got to run up and slash them. And it gets all of these different uh, pairings together. And it causes some massive damage. Um, yeah, the game is just ridiculously cool. And then today I just did the daily challenge. So after I think you beat the, that boss, it unlocks the, the daily challenges. And, um, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. So they had, I think every day the weapons change, but it's two set weapons when you start out with that you can choose from the today. The first one was. Um, it's a sword that has crazy damage. It was like 500 or 600 hit point damage. Um, and it was fast. It's super fast. But if you get hit one time, you, d- you die. Um, and then the other was two daggers <laughs> that were like, eh, they're okay. <laughs> so I kept running through with the, the, the no hit sword. Um, and, it, 
basically made it to the end and you have to fight that guy on the bridge again and but you can't get hit if you have that sword so i said screw this and i went back and redid everything <laughs> with the daggers <laughs> and then unlocked a blueprint basically sorry one one aspect i don't think we explained everybody is uh, every time you run through uh, you can also find blueprints for weapons. And then when you come back with your souls, you can apply those souls to blueprints that you found. And then potentially those weapons will then be available for you to use on your next run through. If you've unlocked, I'm trying to remember how all that worked, but anyways, yes. or to buy um, from the store. Yeah. And then there's like perks that you can upgrade yourself to. And every time you beat a level, you refresh your health and uh, deposit your souls and then can swap out perks for other perks. Um, and then just like in Metroid, after you do certain tasks or beat certain people, it gives you different abilities. So the next time you run through the level, you might be able to get to other areas that you couldn't get to previously. Yeah. Um, which is which is pretty interesting. But, but then uh, again, you got to find For a while, them. I was just like, why can I tickle this? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "What, yeah, what am I, I supposed like, to do with this?" <laughs> who tickles? And then there's the one with like the electricity. I was like, yeah. "What am I doing?" With it? I was like, "All right, this has to be related to something else that I, I'll find later." I gotta I say, the game requires, uh, for, as a word of warning, the game requires a bit of grinding to begin with because you you got to spend spend yourselves for these permanent upgrades. Health flask, and you you aren't gonna finish the game on your first try. You're just not. So don't. No. Don't expect that. The game is going but, to punish you. But, but you get better. Yeah, but you get better, and it every time you go through, you you buy another permanent upgrade, or you get a little bit closer to the permanent upgrade, and then you, you try again. So it, you do need to grind for a bit. Don't expect like that might put some people off the fact that the game you just poke your head up, and the game just like you know bitch slaps you right back down and says no. But um, like also really key is to find a good combination of weapons. Like, I got absolutely molested, like, maybe 10 times. I couldn't get past the second area, the forest. I just kept dying. Um, and I was like, this is just... I was thinking, like, this is just too hard. This is awful. Like, and then I came with... Uh, I found a weapon I never found before, which was the freeze blast and then oh, I just strolled. Yeah. I strolled through the entire game all the way up to that boss. Everything became easy as hell just because I had the right combination. Of, you need that of with gear. like the close. Um, have you ever got the like where it does extra damage if you're close with like a crossbow or something? That wrecks uh, when you add that with the freeze. I haven't seen. I, I've got the blueprint for that. I think. But um, but yeah, it's like so. Don't be disheartened too much if the game gives you a spanking because you might just be missing the right combination of weapons and gear. Uh, right. It is procedural, so and, and it yeah, it's random. You'll you'll one run through. You might get and randomly find crazy overpowered weapons, and then the next run through, you'll never see it again. Like yeah, I, I got that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I've sat back and, and listened, so I think it's time for me to give my own individual thoughts on this. Um, I find that Dead Cells is rewarding in its flexibility in a way few games are. Each easily digestible run through its beautifully detailed and shifting levels instills a feeling of discovery and familiarity. Hmm. It goads you to push the limits of your ability and mercilessly crushes you when you get too comfortable. There are layers of strategy and tactics buried not only in the intermediate choices you make, but in the grander metagame each run builds towards. Uh, Dead Cells is a triumphant union of instinct, forethought, fun, and failure. Hmm. 9.5. Sounds sounds a little familiar, Ross. I don't know where I've heard that before, but... Uh... Nope, it's my totally independent thought. You okay, sure? you're, you're a genuine and honest opinion. That, that yep. didn't sound familiar yep. to you guys, did it? Maybe it's just me. <clears throat> no, no. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I, I would guess that's legit, right? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not like you copied it from anywhere. <laughs> Copies heading from anywhere. No, 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 it's fine. Never, it's fine. Never, <clears throat> I mean, as long as you just changed a few words here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. so just 
It's fine. Even if I have copied it, I'll put up a half-assed apologetic video in the next week. It'll be fine. Everyone will respond well to that. Um, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> right. well, at least how, it's pretty clear that we all love Dead Cells. I, 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 to give my, my true opinion on it, I think the game's fantastic. Although my only gripe was, and this is nothing to do with the game, I ended up actually playing it on PC. Uh, the reason being, um, I was lucky enough to get a code for that as well, the... I never knew this about Xbox, but I've been moving home for a couple of months, um, decorating a flat, and my internet doesn't get installed until next week. And basically, when you game share with someone, you can only play their games when you're offline. Oh, yeah. You can't play yeah. your own. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would ask you. Yeah. So, because this game was in my profile and not my game sharers, I couldn't play it whilst I was offline, unfortunately. Um, so I ended up playing it on my laptop on, um, basically on PC so that I could, I could play through it and, and give it. But I love it. I really, really do enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. It's very fluid when you get used to the mechanic of running and, and slashing and, as you said, the weapon combinations, it becomes a lot of fun. But I do find it extremely hard. And that's maybe just because I haven't given it enough time as of yet. Yeah. You really got to grind or find a lucky combination. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Though. But, Reese, how can the party chat listeners win a copy of this game? Do I look? Do I, do I seem like I'm made of free codes? Yeah. Well, I sold those codes for more souls in the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, once we get them back from the scalpers that uh, Jesse has been speaking to, the the listeners should probably tune in to our Twitter account at Party Chat Pod on Friday. Uh, where we're going to give away a few copies. I think we've got two or three maybe lying around, depending how many we can recover. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you check that out at Party Chat Pod for our free code Friday. But let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit... First story, Reese. Sure. The first story today is uh, some some crappy game no one cared about. Got a trailer oh. or something? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Reese, there was a a huge trailer that dropped this this past week, and I'm sure everybody is well aware of it. Uh, I know I'm excited for it. I know you all are excited for it, and I'm sure all the listeners are. Uh, bus simulator. Bus simulator. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was talking about this oh. at work today. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and everyone was asking me questions. Like, is it is it like cross country bus or is it local bus? <laughs> is it speed the game? Do you get to play? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea for a YouTube video. <laughs> Um, but seriously though that trailer for bus simulator i have zero interest in that game i won't lie but uh trailer was pretty nicely done they had some really nice text effects going on in the in the game where it was like text scrolling along the side of the bus to help tell you it's multiplayer and there's 12 different styles of buses or open the last simulator game that I played that was multiplayer was Train Simulator, and I tried that out, and you can literally walk along the train while your person that you're playing with drives it. I'm wondering if that's going to be the same for Bus Simulator. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to tell you to tell you pricks to stay behind the yellow line. <laughs> Get your ass behind the yellow line! Oh, uh, but seriously, though, uh, the Red Dead... Redemption trailer was released this week with gameplay, and the Karma Lottery was won by the lucky uh, Son Yuxa Rocks. Yuxa Rocks. Son Son Yuxa Rocks. Son, son Yuxa Rocks. So, so, anyway, that guy posted the trailer, and uh, I sort of flicked through it and nearly fell asleep. Guys, what do you think? You guys all suck. Maybe not all of you. America. <laughs> <laughs> My founding fathers did not. Come to this country to plunder and pillage and, and steal. That's all exactly the what you did. Okay. Oh wait, yes. Right. <laughs> Polio blankets and all. <laughs> <laughs> we are a politically correct and family friendly yes. podcast. Yes. We are. <laughs> 
Um, just to say, from the trailer alone, Rockstar do not hold back with their trailers. Uh, the trailer was stunning. The graphics look amazing. The story looks fun. It does draw you in. People are excited to get a hold of this game. I've never played the original and couldn't give two tosses about this oh one bitch. So, uh, Clay, why should we be excited for Red God. Dead? Did you guys not see the horse physics in this thing? Can it I be like honest? Horse. Horse it looks like what is here. It felt, it felt more like an infomercial than a trailer. But that's that's all of their – they do these for all of their big games where it's like they do a, a gameplay – or they do a, a, a trailer. It's like a normal trailer. And then they do these gameplay series videos. They did them for GTA, past mm-hmm. few GTAs. They did it for Max Payne where they talk about, you know, the new mechanics that are going to be in the game shit that you, or stuff that you can expect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You guys are crazy. This game looks like it is going to be ridiculous. I cannot wait to play this. I cannot wait. I'll be playing this probably nonstop for the next year. This will have me completely. Tell me what excites you about the game, because I need to know. Um, guns. I was gonna say something else. You're one of those Western, guys who, who what, ho- Western ladies that I can <laughs> leave them on the yeah and leave them on the train yeah okay <laughs> stagecoach robberies yeah. is it funny <laughs> that that's like I've never played the first game but I do know that you can tie up people and throw them onto train tracks <laughs> oh yeah but I mean this this game the original Red Dead what sort of blew me away with the game. I think initially it was just one. It was beautiful at the time. It still looks amazing. Uh, Gameplay-wise, was really solid. Um, but it had this really cool mechanic where you run, have random encounters with people uh, as you're playing it. And I'm assuming they're going to bring that back to this, where you might be riding along. So you'll hear somebody saying, help, help, help. You run over, and it could legitly be someone that needs help, and you have to go kill off somebody. Or... Um, it's an ambush and they just randomly happen alongside the roads. And it's just, a, it was just a little cool thing that they added in on top of the million other things. But it just, I don't know. This, I just can't wait to get my hands on this. A whole new Red Dead game, open world, 4K, Xbox One X. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. What about you, Karina? Karina, what, yeah. What, yeah, what's your thoughts? I'm interested to hear this. I don't really have any thoughts because I never played the first one. God, you guys, we, we are terrible. I'm sorry. No, this is, no, but this 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 a, bit, I don't know. I like. I, I, can I just ride around on horses and shoot people? It'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to be excited. It'll be fine if I can ride horses fine. and shoot people. It's all right. That's all I need. But you know, it's funny because most Americans I talk to uh, think that, like, have this opinion that basically everyone loves Red Dead, but I haven't met a yeah. single single European who even gives a toss. You guys are nuts. This is. I, See, I'm, I'm in a Facebook group, and there's a lot of them that are just in love with it yeah. already. So I, I don't know. And that's a UK based Facebook group. I, I, I just did say European. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will hand Hashtag down to political you. commentary. <laughs> Red Dead, Red Dead over GTA. Yeah. Ooh. See, I love GTA 5. I love the story mode of GTA 5. Well, I know I'm going to get this anyway because my game sharer is actually a big fan and he really wants it. So I'm not going to say no. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have it there. It's going to be ready to play and I probably will pick it up because like usual, I will fall into the hype. Plus, you know, it does look interesting from that, that I do like these infomercials as you call them. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what the multiplayers are what we're going to be like because obviously that was a huge focus in the end of GTA V, um, especially the heists and things like that. The the cooperative aspect that could be brought in with regards to Red Dead does sound very interesting. Plus, if they do not do DLC that ties in with Westworld with robot cowboys, I am going to be massively disappointed. You know that's going they to need there. to do that. <laughs> it's got to be there. It's got to be there. There's some why some sort of reference will be there to Westworld. Yeah, yeah. But Ross, the next topic though. Yeah, well, I was more excited for this trailer, or the gameplay, should I say. Doom Eternal's gameplay reveal was at, is it QuakeCon or BethesdaCon? I think it is. QuakeCon, QuakeCon. It it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. It It looks absolutely fantastic. Of course, the original game just went on to Games Pass this week, um, or 
last week when you when you listened to this, um, along with Rage. So a lot more people are getting their hands on Doom, which was really, really smart because I know we all loved that ugh, version of I've, the game. It's ugh. like Doom is so simple, right? But you think the iconic weapon, the double barrel shotgun, it's been in the game since Doom 2, like way, 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 way back in the 90s. And you think, how do you improve a double barrel shotgun? It's, and anything you add to it is sort of unnecessary, right? Because it does the job. But then a grappling hook on the bottom <laughs> of the shotgun. Genius. Like, I'm sure that guy is probably the CEO. Whoever, whoever thought that up needs a promotion. And <laughs> um, you're the youngest at a lot of us. Like, we probably all remember playing the original Doom and oh, yeah. having that nostalgia. Do, do you, do you have that nostalgia for Doom? Are you, you know, when you see the t- certain types of enemies in 4K that are reminiscent of, of your childhood, do you, do you get that or is this just another game to I you? I used to, uh, I did watch like the original Doom, but I never played it because I was, I was very, very young. I used to actually watch, uh, it's, it sounds kind of weird, but I used to, I used to go to my grandparents and my, my granddad at the time was a massive PC player and he played like all them types of games. And I used to just, I mean, I never understood them. Like I kind of was a bit young, but I used to just, I, I'd go around and all I'd do is just sit and watch him play these games with no understanding what the hell was going on. Um, so I did used to watch like the original Doom, but I don't think I would call it nostalgia because I didn't really, I suppose at the time, understand it. Um, I have played Doom. I I own I do own Doom, and I quite enjoyed the game. I'm quite excited for the. I you haven't mean, actually seen the trailer for the expansion wait, wait. pack. Doom 2016 is the one you own. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the yeah, not sorry. the original Doom. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I just own the like I suppose remake of of it of the, you know, and en- well, I say enhanced. I haven't really played it and the enhanced yet, but. Um, but yeah, no, I did, I did really enjoy it. Um, but I did buy, I didn't buy it on launch. I bought it when it, um, I think got a bit reduced. I bought it like later on. Cause it's not, I wouldn't say it's my sort of game, but I did enjoy playing it. So I would, I would be interested in looking in the expansion, but I don't think I'd buy, I wouldn't buy it straight away. I've got too many other games to get. There's so much stuff coming out. Like, oh, way too much stuff. Doom, Doom Eternal just looks so good. Like they've basically taken everything about the original and improved it. The gore is better, the glory kills are better, the weapons are better, the music is better. Everything seems better. And of course, Reddit is like absolutely covered with Doomguy memes right now. <laughs> He's just such a funny character. He's like a walking meme, I guess. But uh, did you did you guys, I mean, you guys are the old old guys like me. Like, how, how did it, how did it make you feel? Like, I did get that nostalgia, but, you know, when you see the the weapons, especially the sounds of the weapons, mm-hmm. there's just something about them. Um, as you said earlier, it's, it's simple. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I got that feeling inside of excitement for it. It's definitely going to be a day one for me, just so that I can stream it, I can play it, I can have so much fun with a heavy metal soundtrack and kill as many demons as what I possibly can. Where it's going to probably fall down in the wayside for me is I want a good Doom multiplayer game and the last one did not tick the boxes for that. Yeah, I don't think it will either. That Maybe, is that a bad thing to just realise like, well, let's forget about trying to develop the multiplayer and create a great single player game? I think that's fine. Nothing wrong with it yeah. at all. Yeah. By the way, the, done that with Wolfenstein. Yeah, the, the part where they decided to basically pass the controller to that, like some pro gamer with keyboard and mouse while he absolutely dominated. I was just like, wow, I will never be this good. <laughs> <laughs> how good I mean, how amazing. Can you imagine, uh, see, you know, how that was over 20 years ago? What, 25 years ago? Had to be 25 maybe even 30 years ago the original doom not 30 it, it close like 20. between 20 and 20 20 between 20 and 30 for sure but imagine way back then playing that game and then someone showing you footage from this one <laughs> i don't think my mind could have taken it then. it looks better than like the best cg at the time that's crazy absolutely crazy i can remember playing the absolute hell out of uh, uh, whatever it was. It wasn't even, it was like dial-up online fighting with friends in Doom. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
like it wasn't even like multiplayer. I mean, it was multiplayer, but it was. I'm trying to remember how that all worked. It was like you had to connect to your friends, and Man, then you could play that. I remember when I saw the original Unreal, and I was like, "Games can never look better than this." <laughs> like this is this is peak performance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember playing my first multiplayer round in Quake, ah, Quake. and just like this is this is heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like game, games will never get a bit more fun than this. Oh, it's funny how as as we progress on through through years, that that we're always amazed by what they do next. There, there has to be a tipping point at one point. I'm not sure if we're past it, but it, it ticks a nostalgia button, uh, buttons. If they follow on from what they've done in the first game, which it looks as if they are are, then this is just going to be an absolute blast and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I cannot wait one more minute. Clay, do you want to take us into the next story? Yeah, perfect. Uh, I'm going to call an audible here and uh, we are going to talk about something that's not on the list that I have been enjoying the absolute hell out of over the last week. Um, user Roy Royven? Uh, over on the sub posted last week that remote play is here for the Xbox via one cast for iOS. Um, th- this app is so good. So basically you guys are familiar with, you can stream your Xbox to, um, uh, a PC or, uh, a, a Windows tablet or whatever you may have it there. Um, not too long ago, there was a OneCast app that I could stream my Xbox to my MacBook Pro, which was very cool, and it worked, for the most part, pretty good. Now they put out a new version of this app that works on the iPad, and I am now able to play in my living room while my kids are watching cartoons on the weekend, or all the way upstairs in my bedroom on my iPad while my wife is watching some horrible reality TV show. <laughs> so uh, I was playing a whole lot of Dead Cells over the weekend, thanks <laughs> to being able to play on my iPad. And it looks really good. And there was I was about no, to say, probably almost great. no latency on it. But what was, what's great is, so my controller, so my Xbox is all the way in my basement. My bedroom is two floors up. Um, and my controller. Where's the East Wing? Yes, in the East Wing. Um, and, and, <laughs> and so I have Jeeves stand there with the Wi-Fi the connector to like make sure I get a signal. And, <laughs> um, and when Alfred is helping Jeeves, so with the Bluetooth connection, no, the, the controller, the controller connects just fine. I'm able to directly connect to my Xbox, like the signal in from the my basement. Xbox to the controller in the basement still connects. I mean, it's that the controller signal is that strong. Which is awesome. Wow. Or my house is just really cheaply built, and there's you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say that's that's pretty cool, and I bet I bet Dead Cells would look great on the iPad. I'm actually curious because it's coming out to the Switch. Uh, I think it'd be um, a great Switch game too. Oh, is it coming to the Switch? Or it's already ported to the Switch. One of the yeah, no, oh, Dead Cells. Man. You can get it from the uh, Nintendo Store. Yeah. That might that have be, to be a purchase for me for my travels. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be great. Very funny. You just sort of jog that into my mind, but yeah, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no, that was just a uh, a random side bit. For any Mac owners out there, it's it's like a godsend that I can play these on, on my iPhone or my iPad, which is just friggin' cool. See, this just doesn't excite me because I've been able to do that on my laptop for what feels like years now. Yeah, it's funny. But, I mean, yeah. my, well, Microsoft well, is not exactly friendly with Apple. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. And, and <laughs> funny enough, my, I mean, my MacBook should be more powerful than my iPad, but for whatever reason, I get a much better experience off of the iPad app than I do off of my laptop. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's crazy. Um, just some benchmarking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next story, there is a rumor floating around that Obsidian Entertainment uh, is up for acquisition by Microsoft. In- yeah, so I think it was Jez Corden, wasn't it? He said that, well, this is exact quote. Jez Corden said that right after Microsoft announced their five new teams, he got a DM from someone, we won't say who, telling uh, it was only the beginning of the acquisitions. This is a combination with Giant Bomb and Waypoint both saying that after the briefing they've heard rumours of other acquisitions that they're going to talk about in case they're still happening. Um, Shadowrun? <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, you know, Obsidian's other stuff that they've been doing, um, 
Not is it is it Pillars of Eternity? Yeah. Yeah. And like oh Obsidian are just weren't, so good writers. Weren't they um um why am I I always think of them is it like one of the Star Wars games? The Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. Aren't they the, the Star Wars? Uh, RPG Star Wars game. Man, I can't remember the hell the name of this is. Knights of the Knights of the Republic. The Old Republic. That was Bioware, bro. Uh, oh, was no, that, 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 that was upsetting. That's the Old Republic. That was, was Bioware. Knights of the Republic Two was upsetting. Uh, the Sith Lords. Uh, okay. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, and also um, Obsidian did uh, Fallout New Vegas. Yes, and, ah, which is they were a lot of people. Yeah, love. they were yeah. they were formed from the guys who actually like the original team who made the original Fallout, which is why uh, a lot of people, myself included, really prefer Obsidian's work because they sort of you know understand Fallout, whereas it feels more like when, when you play a Bethesda made Fallout game, it feels like or written Fallout game, it, it sort of feels like uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing, like they're just. You're playing Skyrim and you're wearing the skin of Fallout, whereas Obsidian like really actually understands the the game and the lore. See, like they've always had potential to be the big developer, but never had the how can you put it like the back end to do it. Yeah, and they're they're pretty crappy the- programmers. Legendarily, they're amazing writers, but their games are always so buggy. Imagine that with Microsoft's backing. Oh, be, I can't wait. I hope it's true. Honestly, there's so much that they could do. Just just hire them and just stick them in a writing job. Let them write all the okay, things. Okay, well, question. Right, let's put this right, Rhea. Microsoft can buy one developer, Obsidian or Bioware. Who do you buy? And I'll go around the table. Obsidian? Karina? Yeah, Obsidian. Jesse? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse votes for Bioware. I was, I was, I was looking um, out the window, thinking about my Xbox avatar and how I want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I changed it's, mine. It's nice to have I you on the pod this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, it's Obsidian as well because I, I see. I think the, the, the I, 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 or I don't know. I would like both, but honestly, I, I just think Obsidian with the proper backing could be an absolute huge, huge. I just think that the first game, a huge, big, well-written adventure game, funded and backed by Microsoft, could be absolutely amazing. We're probably going to be, what, five years off of ever seeing anything like it, even if it went through this year. But just to know that something like that is coming, it's got, you put a lot of faith into that, don't you? Yeah, I I believe in that 100%. Like, I have the same faith in Obsidian's writing as I do in, like, City Project Red. See, the thing is, it's like, we're upsetting, it's going to be fully voiced. Yes. It's going to be cinematic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's well written. It, it just. And Obsidian are oh, so I'm... good at uh, branching paths. Like, there's so many different uh, things you can do in, in Fallout New Vegas, for example. But they've not announced Powers of Eternity 3. I know 2 came yeah. out, or coming out. So they've announced that. So sure, they'll be working on that first before anything. Possibly. Um, Tyranny 2 that's other one that they're developing oh, yeah, Tyranny. I couldn't remember what it was Tyr- Tyranny 2 but yeah well, I, I, I think that's a very good story but I would like to know your thoughts like who would you go for if you were Microsoft would you purchase Bioware or Obsidian and why let us know on the subreddit or by tweeting us at Party Chat Pod but the next and final story is a game launched this week which has been in preview for quite a while. And of course, I'm talking about We Happy Few. But to say it was a rocky start would be a understatement. Karina, I know that you've played quite a lot about this. So I want to first of all hear your thoughts on what you, you think about We Happy Few. Okay, so I played it a while back. Uh, I think I did like a game preview like back in, I don't know, whenever it existed a few years ago. And uh, I don't know what day it was. And uh, I played it then, and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand the story. I didn't. I didn't really get it. And honestly, I was a bit unsure about the game. Um, and then, so I decided to give it a go anyway. And I managed to start it. And I don't know what it was, but I really, really liked it. Now, I must admit, I still don't know what's going on. You know. Uh, so basically, the storyline of We Happy Few is there's some sort of like government. Um, like for I was gonna say government forces. 
That sounds like some like sort of weird Star Wars thing going on. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? It's government. A di- it's a dystopia. It's a government. Dis- like it's it's a dystopian government. Yeah, and they've got to essentially. So there's this drug called Joy, and essentially it just makes everyone happy. So, but there's there's a lot more to it. So you start off. I don't want to spoil too much, but if you depending how you start the game and whether you take joy or not, um, like you, so something might look like it's a pinata, but the truth is it's it's totally not. But obviously, if people are on the joy, they see everything as this beautiful picture and all pretty, and you know you're happy as Larry. Nothing's ever nothing's ever bad, and um, but at the same time, if you don't take your joy, you're called a downer, and then everyone goes against you. So it, it's kind of a bit odd, depending where you are in the game and what sort of land I suppose you're involved in. Depends on if people attack you, if they go after you, if you've got to hide a lot, if you've got to play stealthily, um, if you've got to kill people. Um, it's a really bit right. It's it's like a bit odd. Um, I mean, at the moment, I'm still trying to get the base of the storyline, and I think that's why I want to keep playing because I want to know what what is. You know what's the purpose of this joy? This this uh, so as you play, you find these little uh, masks. So they're kind of like hidden collectibles, um, and it's like it kind of looks like a BAFTA. Um, so it's like it's like one of them, and every time you find one, it unlocks a little bit of the story. So you play as I think you play as a guy called Arthur, and he had a brother who got sent away. And you've got to, there's, there's reasons behind it, but I haven't figured out yet because I've only just unearthed a tiny bit of the story. And then, so there's a background of that. There's a background of what's going on with the, the drugs, uh, the government itself, because clearly they're planning something. It's essentially like a war, uh, that's going on, um, between just everyone. And it's a bit weird, but the best thing to kind of think about it. Now I got very confused. And then a friend of mine said, it's very bio, it's kind of like Bioshock but not um it's the vibe of it is is very bioshock based so for example the little sister in bioshock she sees the world very differently to how and the, like the splicers like um rather than yourself um which is kind of the same aspect of we happy few how you know some people see the world differently and while they could be hating on you it's not because they look at you as a baddie it's just because that's how the drugs making them or if they're not on the drug that's how it's making them and it's Addicted to joy. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's called, it's, joy. It's like, yeah. It is. It's just. It's just a drug that everyone wants to take because it makes everything happy. But at the same time, there's clearly some dark side behind it. Um, but I haven't. I haven't quite figured it out. But it's. It's kind of like so. Um, in Bioshock, it's kind of like Adam, uh, which was like that kind of um, supernatural superpower. Like f- fluid, I suppose that you use in Bioshock. That's kind of the same influence that Joy has in We Happy Few. And um, at the moment, I'm still, I feel like there's so much to go in the game, so much to do, because, um, oh, the best bit is, though, I don't know why, but a pointy stick makes the best weapon ever. You just stab everyone and it's fine. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you literally, you can just talk to someone and if they if they piss you off, you just go, here you go and stab them with your stick. Soid. That's pro- pro- probably <laughs> the most Manchester thing you've ever said. <laughs> There you go, stab him with your stick sorted, isn't it? <laughs> but but that is literally what you can do. It's like it's so weird. Like, but I think that's another thing. Like, there was this guy, and I was like, oh, he's got his, he's left his bag there, and it's like, oh, it needs a key, and I was just like, can I be bothered doing this quest, or should I just stab him and get the key anyway, and then I'll, you know, open his chest, open his chest, open his briefcase. In the end, I was good and did the um did the quest. But uh, but in the end, I wish I'd just stabbed him because it was so much effort. Um, but yeah, it's really random. Like I did this section, and next thing I know, I'm doing some weird like quiz, and it's like you've got to answer these questions. I I don't know. It's so weird and crazy. But I just kind of I I didn't think I'd like it. Okay, so I was one of the people that went into playing the game, going, I'm I'm probably gonna hate this. I'll just give it a go, see what happens. And if it wasn't for Dead Cells, I probably would have played a lot more of We Happy Few. Um, it's- it's survival, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because it, it, that's it. Each, I mean, okay, so it's kind of, you could probably do it like Dishonored. You could probably actually play the game without killing anyone, but at the same time, you can just kill everyone because it's funny. Um, you do get skills yeah, but- as well, but I, <laughs> you I need to, to look eat into and them. And more. drink and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You can turn that off. This is one thing. There's one thing about that that isn't really highlighted. You can turn all that off. I don't, you know what, though? I wouldn't. I think, I think that kind of adds to, I mean, I suppose you could kind of call it a difficulty feature. Like, you can turn off, I find out you can turn off some of the stuff in, um, 
like uh, if things are alerted, like because obviously if you're if you run around, the guards can hear you. But obviously sometimes you want to sneak, and you can have that on and off as well. But I quite like the survival aspect. I like the fact you've got to keep you know hydrated. Or if you use a bandage, if you use a dirty bandage to heal yourself, you can get infected. And I kind of I kind of like that aspect because I I find it makes it so much more interesting. I think it just if you have it off, it's a little bit boring. I think. You know what I don't get as well? It's, so I played the early version, right? The early release before it's done. I've not touched it since it came out to a full release, so there could be huge changes here, but it did leave a small sort of taste in my mouth. It felt as if they were going for something grand with the world that they were creating, but yet they changed it to procedural generated, or it was procedurally generated, should I say? So it's like almost like, oh, you know, we're going to create this amazing place, but then it's just going to be random. Oh, I don't think it it's made no sense anymore. to me. I, I'm not sure. If, the, the, the comments and the, the, the stuff that I've been reading made me think that it still was. But for me, I just don't get, like, why the developer who made an amazing game like Contrast, which is universally loved, would come up with an idea like this, make a great art style, make a great world or a great, how can I put it, just give it a good look, you know, something which entices you in with amazing trailers and all the rest of it, and then make it a survival game. I just don't get it. It's so random though. I mean, I think that's for us why it's got a Metacritic of like 50 at the moment. Everyone thinks it's, there's a lot of complaints about it being broken and unfocused. Right. Yeah, I can actually, I can see that with being on photo. Yeah, I can get that. Um, I mean, I haven't broken the game yet, which is a first because I, uh, as we've talked previously, I, bre- I break a lot of games, uh, by accident. Uh, but <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've broken this one yet, but yeah, I can, it is a bit, it's a bit random. I know I do enjoy it. I, I really, really am enjoying it. So I don't, I don't get some of the complaints, which is weird, but maybe that's because I went in with the expectation that I'd hate it. So I suppose the only way is up, really. Um, mm. But I don't know. I got a quick question, which is related to Dead Cells, because everyone's played it. What setting did you choose for your food? I just remembered. Huh? You don't know? Oh, my God. Okay, go into the options. You can have... You can. I've got baguette on, oh, so you I get croissants. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. I get kebabs. Is that... Can I yeah, change kebabs. that? You can, yeah, change you can change that. it. You can I, change it to, like, veggies if you want. If you're if Or you're monster. Vegetarian. I don't know what monster is, unless monster's kebab. I but I got baguettes. <laughs> Wait, I, I was like, I what? get baguettes and croissants. <laughs> That's amazing. I've eaten a few monster kebabs <laughs> in the time, to be honest with you. Usually at four o'clock in the morning after a game I, in conference. I just, I just moved house, and underneath my house, like on the bottom floor, is a, a little Turkish place. It's like really dingy looking. Like you, you, a sane man wouldn't go in there, but of course I did. And they have something on the menu called the kebab hangover. Oh. Uh, of course, I ordered that, and it is amazing. It is. Do the they most have a do they monster have kebab? What was that? Do they have baklava? There? Baklava? You mean the dessert? Yes. No. Why, why would they have baklava? It's a kebab house. Oh, I thought. Like, was... What kind of fancy kebab <laughs> house do you have? A little in Turkish America? place. A little dungy. I was like, oh man, Clean. some old Clean. old woman back there making some amazing baklava. <laughs> Clean. Come, come, come to come to come to Glasgow. No, it's okay. okay. I'll I'll take you to a few nice pubs in Glasgow. We'll go to the garage nightclub and then we'll um, go to a kebab shop at three o'clock in the morning where it's queued out the door and you can ask for your balaclava. Um, balaclava? Is that the thing you wear on your face? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, you know, overall, I I think jury's going to be out for this. Uh, for we happy few, uh, it's going to see if they add to it or anything else. But I'm not going to lie; at the moment, it does not interest me in the slightest. Yeah, I'm more likely baby. to watch gameplay videos than ever play it. <laughs> it has like a really big but, Austin Bowers vibe to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think it does. Well, I think that's a good point to end the podcast. We will be back next Monday with an interview, which I don't even know who it is, but Reese has arranged it, so it'll be someone quite cool. But thanks all for joining us, and we'll see you all next week. But for another week, Karina... I'm doing it this time, Xbox turn off! You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this.